What is up, Financial Freedom Fest fam? I am going to be digging into the deals that I have going on right now. I've got about five different deals in the pipeline. I want to explain to you what these deals are, what the numbers look like, how I'm structuring them, and what's going on with them just to keep you guys updated on the deals. I think I've mentioned some of these in the past. And I also wanted to give a shout out anyone who heard me on Bigger Pockets Money and you came to my page, subscribed, and are now a listener of this podcast. I am so happy to have you here. My name is Matt Amabile. I went from sleeping on a couch and worked my way up, bought my real estate, got off that couch, and instead of saving money by sleeping on my cousin's couch, now I live in a house hack, and I own right now at about 16 doors um, that are cash flowing me pretty nicely, around 6500 bucks a month that I live off of and keep my expenses very low to be able to do that. And now I've got my financial freedom and I'm working on building that and I'm building that while you are building it for yourself too, which is why I love having this podcast because people come to me, ask me questions, and we are all building at the same exact time. I may be a few steps ahead of you, but that's who you want in your corner is someone who's a few steps ahead of you, not light years ahead of you because when someone is so much further ahead of you, it can be intimidating, it can be frustrating, and you can fall back into your own, I will never get there. But when someone is so close to where you're at, it can inspire you. And I have my people who are only a step ahead, two steps ahead of me that inspire me to keep moving. So enough with that. Anyway, just want to welcome you to my podcast. So happy to have you here. And now we're going to dive in on these deals. So I have a five unit deal that is going on right now. Killer deal. Killer deal is what I thought. That's what I thought but it's actually not that much of a killer deal. So our appraisal came back, and yeah, we would have around $150,000 of equity in this deal. It would be worth $800,000 if we did our renovation, and we would be all in on this for about 660000 So we would have a good amount of equity in there, but we thought that this building was going to appraise much higher. In my opinion, the appraisal company came back with a much higher cap rate. On other deals, we got quoted out, and we actually have appraisals with a 6.5 cap rate, bringing a building right across the street up to value at $1.25 million. The appraisal company, upon acquisition, upon buying this property, put the ARV of this property, the after renovation value at 800,000. And we were hoping it was going to come in at least at 950 to 970. And it came in at 800. So we are actually contesting that. And we are fighting against it. We sent over our uh, proof of why we think that this is a wrong appraisal and uh, why we deserve a higher appraisal. So if that does not come back, that deal will most likely not go through. It'll fall through, which is a shame because I've put in a lot of work into that deal. And there's probably about 
four thousand dollars of capital in that deal now it's not my deal it is it's not my capital that's in there it's actually my partner's capital uh so he handles a lot of the financials and uh, upon uh, as far as capital putting capital into the deal goes and then we have another capital partner outside of that so that deal was and is, if it goes through, I'm going to get 35% of that deal. My partner is going to get 35% of that deal. And the capital partner who brought $150,000 to close on that property uh, will be getting 30% of that property. But with this new valuation, it's not looking like that would be too solid of a deal. So we'll see where this new appraisal comes back at, if anything. But if not, um, you know, I wasted some time and it's not a waste, right? There's always learning lessons and things are getting tighter right now in the commercial real estate market. So things fall through. But the good thing is we don't get down about it. We have other deals in the pipeline that are rolling through that we can still keep on our mind. If you only have one deal, you could be very upset and it could knock you down. But we're not going to let it knock us down. So on to the next deal. I've got an awesome single family deal. Uh, that I have locked up using some of the techniques that I teach to my mentees. And one of these is the golden nugget technique where I'm always trying to learn from someone. And the person that I'm getting this property from, his name is Jack, and he teaches. He loves to teach, and I love to hear what he has to say. That's this golden nugget mentality of I'm always looking to pull some type of golden nugget, some type of information, and learn something from him. And from doing that, I've built a relationship with him. I bought a duplex from him last year that that cash flows me right around a little bit over $1,000. He gave me a gift, and he gives me those gifts because we built such a good relationship. Now he's selling me a single-family property that is valued. It will appraise the, the neighboring property sold for $140,000. And this is basically basically the same exact property, but in a little bit better condition. So this property will healthily appraise at $140,000, and I'm buying it for $100,000. And the seller is giving me a $30,000 seller financed portion, of which he wants a first position lien on this property. So he wants to be in the first position, which means I can't take another mortgage underneath that unless somebody comes in in the second position, which we can dive into on another podcast. That is basically the order of the debtors that are on the property, who gets paid first. So the seller is going to be in first position. So I have a $100,000 property. The seller is giving me a $30,000 seller finance loan at 0% interest, which is awesome for five years, $500 a month payment, which is awesome. And that means that there's a $70,000 spread that needs to be made up. And right now I am looking at doing that cash, but I just occurred to me that some lenders would be in the second position. And that's why talking some of these things out can be good. Maybe I can go find a lender that would want to be in the second position. But right now, I am bringing this in as my dad is actually going to bring $40,000 of capital to the table. This will be the first property that I buy with a family member, actually, because it's such a great property. I am okay with bringing them in. So my dad is going to bring $40,000 of capital to this property leaving. So now we have seller finance loan of $30,000. My dad is bringing 
$40,000 and I'm giving him 50% equity in this property, that means there's another 30000 that has to get brought to the table. So I am going out into the market, into the private lending market. I'm going to my good buddy, Donnie, and Donnie is going to bring me $30,000. I'm paying Donnie 10% over the next six months, um, and Donnie will come in with $30,000. So I will get into that with almost no money out of my own pocket, likely LLC fees, title fees. It'll probably cost me around four grand to get into that property. And that property will rent for eighteen hundred dollars. So it will it will cash flow around seven hundred to eight hundred bucks a month. Very low taxes, very low insurance. Um, and that will be a great property. And we'll be paying down five hundred dollars of principal every single month with that seller finance loan. So now I'm thinking I might take a second position loan to replace Donnie's thirty thousand dollars. Uh, and put this loan in on the second position on the property um, within six months just to make it so I don't have money in the deal. Uh, my dad was okay with keeping his capital in the deal. So uh, yeah, so that's how that's going. And that's kind of the future that I see with that deal going on. And then I mentioned we have three other deals actually in contract. So I've got a single family deal. I've got a 12 unit property that's under contract that we are working on wholesaling. I am working with a partner right now. Guys, partnering is huge. Partnering can help you to uh, find somebody with other skills that knows how to get things executed. That's my partner, Brandon, who knows how to get deals done, get deals uh, in contract and wholesale them, make them go out. And now I, for me, for him, I'm going to be more of a buy and hold guy. So I have my expertise that I bring to the table with uh, renovations, with managing tenants, with managing properties, with, with managing the finances and, and getting all of those issues in order to be able to close on properties. So I have this 12 unit under contract that we found a wholesale buyer for who is in contract right now. I don't really think that that one will go through, but we have $0 of earnest money and we have a 90-day due diligence on that. So we've got time to find a buyer. That's an affordable housing opportunity, different type of opportunity. We also have a single family under contract at $55,000 and we are most likely going to sell that right around wholesale, that right around $80,000 to $90,000. We're actually working on transferring the title right now to us so we have more time and we can actually put that deal on the market and get the highest value possible. And then guys, I have a single family under contract, which we went in contract at $138,000 with the seller. This property was worth $400,000, uh, but we were going to have to keep the owners at that property for five years in tenancy. Uh, have them as tenants for five years. And we got the payoff statement for this property, guys. No lie. The property, uh, the payoff for this property is $498,000. So these people are getting foreclosed on right now. We were going to take them out of the situation and we were going to lease it back to them for five years. We were going to have a ton of equity in this property. We'd be able to pull out and still be making some money on cash flow or just sell it off to another investor who wants to hold it uh, for the equity. But guys, 
these people are in a very bad position now. They did not know how much they actually had on this loan. They signed a, a contract. We put it under contract without fully knowing exactly what the payoff was. We went from what the seller was saying. So we put it under contract. Again, no earnest money deposit, nothing like that. And we can't make the deal happen because there's a payoff statement of $498,000. For us to buy that property, we would have to bring $498,000 to the table. And the property is only worth right around $400,000 right now, maybe four hundred fifty if somebody does some renovations to it. But guys, those are the deals that I have going on. That's what I have ripping right now. So yeah, you know, some stuff is falling through. Some stuff is happening. I think I'm going to start looking into self-storage just because I'm a little bored with the commercial real estate and how saturated the market is. But who knows? I'll keep you guys updated. Have a great weekend. Peace.